Welcome back to License to Spiel. I'm Thad Haight. I'm Carl Wonders. And we are talking about the 2015 movie Spy. Yes, we are. A movie that you drew my attention to, actually. I had not mm-hmm. seen this movie. That I will admit I'm recording this having seen the movie exactly one time now. <laughs> so this is a... And I'm not quite sure exactly where in the... In, in her career trajectory this film lies. This is a Melissa McCarthy film. It's definitely a Melissa McCarthy film based on my knowledge of her career and the movies I've seen of her. Mm-hmm. Do you Are you a fan of hers? or I'm a fan of hers when she is not ridiculously over the top. Okay. So I, I know Melissa McCarthy best probably from Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of my favorite television shows. And... That was before she was a famous comedic actor. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was mostly, you know, more serious sort of things. And I and I enjoy that. Um, I liked her in the 2016 Ghostbusters. Yep. Uh, there's a whole bunch of movies of, that she's been in that I have no intention of ever watching, though. Yeah, so this movie was, and I didn't say up the top, uh, it was written and directed by Paul Feig, who also did the Ghostbusters film, the, the remake. Yes. Uh, he's probably best known, at least as far as I'm concerned, from being the creator of Freaks and Geeks. Yes. And, yeah, so clearly, you know, he, I'm guessing he had worked with her before or had a good time working with her on this movie and then brought her on for the next the next year for the Ghostbusters movie. I, I'm with you. I think she's, I, I don't care for the over-the-top shtick. Mm-hmm. A couple times, and I made a note of this, I think that she's somebody who has been almost wasted at times. I think she's yeah. a she's she's a very good actor. And uh I don't know if you ever saw the film Can You Ever Forgive Me? No. Where she she is it's a actual story true story about this woman Lee Israel who writes memoirs and she starts forging uh, correspondence, so letters from famous people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with and it, but I have not so seen it. she is so good in that movie. Okay. And, and, you know, not to... This is an apples to oranges comparison and everything like that. She kind of reminds me a little bit, in a way, of, like, a Tom Hanks, who did all kinds of crazy, some of them good, some of them not so great, comedic things early on. I mean, she's further along in her career now. But then somebody finally realized that this person could act and put started doing dramatic roles, and I wish mm. she would do that because um, I think she can do that, and she does really well, at least in in that film. Um, and then in you know in Gilmore Girls, which is funny, but it's not always comedy. Right. I, I think this one she kind of does toe that line a little bit of being yeah. a little over the top at times. There are there are moments in this film that make me cringe. Yes. Uh, but they are fewer. They're fewer of in this film than in the Johnny English films. That's, and yes. far fewer in this film than in Spy Hard. Or in Austin Powers. Yeah. Oh yeah, Austin yeah. Powers. <laughs> um my my biggest criticism with some of this movie, which we'll talk about specifically coming up, but there are I find there are way too many jokes that make fun of her. Mm-hmm. There's some self-deprecating comments that she makes, but a lot of it is just people saying really unnecessary things to her at times and playing off the here's a kind of frumpy, overweight person and let's make fun of them. And I that stuff I don't care for. I think she's... <laughs> I, I really like this transformation she goes through through the movie. You know, turns out she's actually 
she she but that footage of her at one point we see footage of her in the training grounds at Quantico, mm-hmm. Virginia, where she's basically kicking ass, and you know, and and she she shows that she's very competent. Uh, mm-hmm. It's she ends up getting put into this scenario, which we'll talk about. I guess we should actually talk about the movie. <laughs> one last thing I will say is that the tagline of this movie was one of the guys, one of the spies, which I think is a god-awful tagline. Yes. <laughs> Not good. So I, I like this cold open to the movie where mm-hmm. we we see Jude Law, who I would argue could have made a decent James Bond at one point. Oh, yeah. You know, he's breaking into this house, very much playing the James Bond type. So I can't tell. Is he trying to do an American accent or just a slight, trying to do a slight British accent? Or is he just not very good at doing the American accent? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to guess because I've seen him in other stuff and I've never thought that he was doing a bad version of an accent. Right. So I'm guessing this is intentional. Okay, so it's sort of like an American trying to affect a British accent is almost what it sounds like. Kind of, yeah. But, I mean, obviously Jude Law himself is English, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but... Yeah. Which is, it's weird to me that Jude Law is most is doing an American accent and Jason Statham is just being Jason Statham. Yes. Oh, we'll get to Jason Statham. That said, I don't think I've ever heard Jason Statham do an American accent or any accent, so... No, he just talks like Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he goes down and he finds this... Russian, or Bulgarian, I guess, thug, who has a nuclear bomb that he's hidden, and then, you know, killed the other men that helped him hide it, and then killed the men that killed the men, so he's the only one that knows where this bomb is. And then, (laughs) and Jude Law sneezes and shoots him in the head. (laughs) That was a funny moment. I left. I I like, and then, then we find out that Melissa McCarthy is kind of riding shotgun back in some CIA office somewhere. I'd say I have more than 10 seconds. Well then, in that case, I'd say you'd better stop. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh my god, why did you do that? I didn't do it on purpose, there's like a ton of pollen in here. Christmas on a cracker. Did you take your medicine? I forgot it on the plane. I told you this morning I put extra in all your jackets. You did. Great. Shit. Thanks. No, you know what? That's on me because I I heard you sniffle a while ago and I did nothing with that information. So that's blood on my hands. Really? Okay. You know what? You got three coming in. Okay, get out the back door now. Move. That's when you realize this is not the typical spy movie you think it is. That, uh, yeah, that's a... Also, they have really good, what is there, like, some, like, thermal reading plane hovering right above this building? Or how is this working? Yeah, I was like, I don't know where she's getting your info from. And then I was like, this this is not the kind of movie where you worry about such things. Uh, I almost, weirdly, I got started to get, like, a Cyrano de Bergerac vibe for this whole thing, where she's really mm-hmm. the one that is walking this dapper guy through everything. Oh, yeah. She's just telling him, oh, these guys are coming around the corner and essentially helping him the whole way, ha- holding his hand almost, mm-hmm. which I think is a nice touch. I like the the bit of subversion with that. Yeah, no, I think that I, I think it's great. Uh, 
and yeah, you you clearly throughout the movie you do you definitely realize that like she for the most part she definitely knows exactly what she's doing most mm-hmm. of the time. I love when he shoots like three or four guys at once and he goes Yahtzee. Yes, that was great. <laughs> Also, why does he throw the champagne glass on the ground? <laughs> oh, early at the beginning? Yeah. Well, yeah, he, like, drinks it and goes, Baccarat. And then, <laughs> well, I think that was to get the attention of the guard, which I don't see how that would work, but... Yeah, no, I think the guard would have looked at the guy that just threw the glass. Threw the champagne glass, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I... I it, this worked, and yes, I definitely could see Jude Law's Bond. Yeah. I mean, he's probably a little old now, but... Mm-hmm. He's not as old as uh, Roger Moore. <laughs> no one's as old as Roger Moore. Or maybe Moore. he was. Maybe he is. I don't know. I, I don't know. People don't age like they used to. No. Jude Law is 48, so no, oh. he was not as old no. as Roger Moore. <laughs> no. We're also getting the recurring vermin joke here at... Yes. At, <laughs> in CIA. Oh, yeah, my favorite part about that is they're talking about the... You know, the, how the, the, they must be rats and there's rat poo on the cake. And like, okay that fine but then like they're trying to catch the rats because like oh the rats are in the ceiling so we must we have to get them out and then like they pull one of the ceiling tiles away and all the bats fly in and somebody's just like oh my god the rats can fly (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's just a great yeah yep um i mean this is and this is all just standard spy stuff he's trying to steal the boat and Mm -hmm. she calls in a drone strike to get him out of there (laughs) Yeah, it conveniently calls in a drone strike, a non-lethal drone strike, no mm-hmm. less. Yeah, so no, no, it all it all works, and then he sends her to fire his gardener. Yes. <laughs> and then she ends up mowing his lawn for him because because the gardener's wearing a t-shirt with his kids on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have a decent, uh, just uh, James Bond style opening. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not bad. Yeah. It's short. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad. The heart is a hunter And hot as a stone Cold blood in the chamber Bullets hung wasn't very comedic at all like i i mean i i think it works for the movie to not do this a comedic way way yeah. but it was interesting yeah i mean so this is i don't know who ivy levon is but she's the singer the song is who you can trust which again is not a song that ever went anywhere it's it's no um man for all seasons <laughs> 
or whatever that song was called. Yeah, that was Man for All Seasons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, that that's an interesting comment because it's, it's something that occurred to me watching this was, I don't feel... I, there are times when they're trying to do a parody of James Bond, but I think a mm -hmm. lot of the times they're just doing a spy movie that happens to be funny at times. Yes. Like, it's not really a parody, I don't think. Yeah, certainly not in the vein of Spy Hard. No, thank God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are scenes that are clearly parodies, like the Q scene is definitely something that is meant to be poking fun at the trope. Again, a lot of this stuff is just kind of... A comedy movie with spies. And I think that's part of the charm of this movie, is that mm -hmm. it is not just it's not just a spoof like Austin Powers. Right. Or Johnny English. Now, this gag with the hand towel. Yep. I haven't eaten in a lot of super fancy restaurants, and certainly not really fancy restaurants. Yes. Do I they do this? Uh, you'd have to ask someone who eats in fancy restaurants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a fancy restaurant in Carlisle that's closed now. <laughs> Actually, there there are, but I don't. There is, but I never went there. Um, yeah, I I don't usually eat in super fancy restaurants either. So yeah, I mean, it comes back later, and it it still doesn't make sense. I don't like this scene. No. So both of us watched the extended version. Yep. Which just has longer scenes throughout, you know, extended cuts and things like that. And I don't learn anything about these two that I didn't already know from the cold open in this scene. Yeah. And it's just line after line of her clearly being into him and him being oblivious to this fact and just it's ugh, it's just painful. Yeah. Also very early on he makes a joke and she calls him Gallagher, which is a very odd reference to me that I don't even know what that is a reference to. So Gallagher used to do stand up or he used to do shows and his thing was he would smash fruit. Okay. Yeah. But, well, I'm proving your point, I think, because I don't get this. <laughs> yeah, like this, but but this was like in the 70s and 80s, I think. Okay. And anyway, I don't understand what. I mean, okay, so there's one important. We get Chekhov's adjustable toggle in this scene, but other yes. than that, uh, <laughs> I don't know why this is here. Does she even mention the adjustable toggle? I don't uh -huh. think so. Oh, does she? Oh yeah, she does. Yeah, she's like, ooh, it even has an adjustable toggle. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yep. Adjustable toggle. Yep. But then, like, I mean, crap like him, like, oh, can you imagine if you had a gun? Oh, I just shot myself. Ugh. I was like, come on. Yeah. You're, you're really going to do this. Okay. I mean, I will say Jude Law does do a good job of playing a smarmy ass. Yes. he does it a lot. That is his, yeah, his standard. Yeah. Like, I am, I don't know anything about the man, and I, there's, well, he's probably not a smarmy ass in real life, mm -hmm. but he definitely does play a lot of them. Yes. So, yeah, we get through that scene... And I'm I'm a big fan of Allison Jenny, so I like seeing her here as the not I guess not the head, but she's in charge. And yet you still haven't watched The West Wing. I know that. <laughs> I I can like her from other things. Sure, but you know you could like her in the show where she was part of the main cast for seven years. Yes, I yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, why does she have pink eye? I don't know. Like, what was the what was the whole? It was was it to set up the cat joke? I don't know. But I I, I do like the thing with Alice and Jenny is like, no, don't not my keyboard with your pink eye infected fingers. <laughs> you know, yeah. why yeah. don't you just cry in my mouth while you're at it? That was funny. Mm -hmm. 
But yes, like <laughs> yeah. the whole thing, not this is weird. Yeah. But also, yeah, if you have pink eye, you should not go to work because that is super contagious. Yes. Um, so having seen this once and now seeing it for the second time as we're watching and talking about it, I really wonder if her getting her jacket caught in the chair is meant to be part of the callback later with um, Jason Statham. Oh, yeah, I wonder. Because later on, he does the same thing, more or less. Mm-hmm. Jude Law goes off to be a hero. Yep. And we get a, get a scene where she's talking to her friend Susan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who I Susan. found amusing in this movie. Yes. I don't remember the actress's name, but I know her best from Call the Midwife. Yes. And, yeah, she's good in pretty much everything she's in. I'm wondering why they have a British person who is working for the CIA. But There's a cares? lot of British people working yeah. for the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got, yeah, we got her, we got Jason Statham, we got Jude Law. Like, what's mm-hmm. with all these? Yeah. Yeah. At the same time that these people are doing this, it's like Chris Pine over working in MI6. <laughs> we meet Karen Walker, who clearly won't we won't see again. Oh, definitely not. Hey, well, she's not British. No. And I mean, the bit where she knows the bartender and the bartender ignores them was, like, kind of funny for, like, five seconds, but then yeah. they dragged it on forever. That happens a lot in this movie. Yes, it does. Uh, it's... And I think a lot of the joke... Because I do like the script. hmm And I think there's a lot of good lines in here, and I wonder if it almost feels like... They, he was trying multiple punchlines for a joke, and then they just used them all. <laughs> yeah, kinda. I, I also <laughs> like he liked he liked all of them so much he didn't cut any of them out. Yeah, I think I want to watch the theatrical version to see if it's like better. Yeah, because this extended version is two hours and ten minutes, and it doesn't need to be. Yeah, and it's not one of those long movies where you see whole sections of the film that should be cut out. It's just these scenes. It, it feels like an extended version or a director's cut where it's just the scenes should have ended and hadn't yet. Yes. Like we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to some other scenes later, but well, yeah. So anyway, he's, uh, we've got Jude law sneaking into the house to, you know, go after his next target mm-hmm. and he gets captured and then shot. Yeah. Shot in the face by Rose Byrne. Yeah. And then we get uh, we get his funeral, mm-hmm. but uh, Melissa McCarthy has uh, she has the footage from when he was shot, and she's able to pull it up and enhance, which yes. is not a thing you can do. No, they have the C- the CSI person here that can enhance the photo. I I want to back up a little bit because uh, <laughs> Allison Janney comes to her desk with the report and says that she shouldn't use the word thunder cunt, which I think is an amazing colorful metaphor that i had not heard before yes i I do like you're probably feeling a lot of emotion right now but please refrain from using the term (laughs) thundercock yeah yeah anyway she finds a phone number and now we get the jason statham being a dick scene like when he's like how did this twat get this thing and then he's like it means something completely different in england and the other guys well here it means vagina <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I like how they call back to that because then he later says vagina. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I 
really love Jason Statham in this movie because mm-hmm. his role is essentially to make fun of Jason Statham. Yes, and he does it so well. He does it so well, and I appreciate that he was courageous enough to do this. Like, I I, I haven't seen all of his movies, and I want to go back and find out how many of those... There's a scene later when he's in her hotel room, and he goes through this list of things he's done. Mm. And I want to know how many of them were actual Jason Statham stunts. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot, but I have not seen every Jason yeah. Statham movie, I don't think. Like, he's driving a car a onto a train while he's on fire. That's pro. I guarantee he's done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how he wants to use the face-off machine. Yes. <laughs> and he keeps it going. He's like, there is a face-off machine. You're just hiding it from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jason Statham makes a comment about when, when Melissa McCarthy is saying that she's going to, she can be undercover. And Statham says, you're going to bring your cats to sidekicks. And she's like, I don't have cats. Right. That was a nice callback. Yes. Apparently that scene is only in the extended version, and that's one of the few scenes that was actually good to add from the extended yeah. version. I really like Alice and Janney throughout this movie, mm-hmm. but especially when she's just, you know, just not taking anything from Jason Statham. Yeah. Because he's like, if you call me Betty Crocker, I will rip your fucking heart out of your chest. Like, nice. Yeah. And then Statham talks about how he he took a vow to, to you know, to avenge his fallen comrades and we all did and the other guys are like oh, i don't remember oh, doing no, we that did not. Yeah, i didn't <laughs> <laughs> look at betty forward if you call me betty crocker i will rip your fucking heart out of your chest not only did i become a citizen and take a vow to protect this country i also took a vow to avenge my fallen comrades we all fucking did no we didn't not me i'm pretty sure we all took a fucking vow i'll remember it I remember raising my fucking hand and saying some shit. And if you think I'm going to sit by and let you send in a fucking secretary to do my work, you might as well accept my resignation now. If I can jump in, I am I am technically uh, classified as an agent. <laughs> full, full agent. So agent, 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 agent. Are you considering this? For your safety and the safety of those around this table, I am considering it. Then consider this. I'll quit. And I know it is a fucking face-off machine. You're just keeping a secret from me. That hasn't happened before. So I said this later. Anyone listening to this who has watched Ted Lasso, and if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, I highly recommend you watch Ted Lasso because it's fantastic. Jason Statham reminds me so much of Roy Kent as a Mm -hmm. spy in this movie. Both... (laughs) Just his demeanor and the fact that he uses the F word about every third word. And he just keeps showing up. He's here, mm-hmm. he's there, he's every fucking <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that, that had not even occurred to me, but that's great. That's perfect. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is sitting in Alice and Janney's office, and she's trying to convince Alice and Janney to let her go and out in the field and trail this guy, DeLuca, who they think is trying to buy this bomb. And Allison Jenny says, What's your deal, Cooper? What do you mean? You got a fiery side? I, I really did, in that report, mean to write cunning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure she did. Uh, but then, yeah, we see footage of Melissa McCarthy's training from yes. back in the day, and she's just destroying everything. Yep. <laughs> and this is... 
this is where, yeah, we find out that uh, basically Jude Law sort of wanted to keep her as his as his, you know, eye in the sky. And that's yep. how she ended up. She ended up never being an agent. Right. So, yeah, now she's going on the mission and she has her secret. Her covert identity is or rather her cover, I should say, is Carol Jenkins. Yep. And I, I love like. One of the photos is her with her family, and she says, I wonder if this was my family or if I had taken hostages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and then, yeah, she's talking to Susan, and she says that, and they talk about those stupid Facebook memes that you see where, you know, you find up your porn name or your spy name. And, yep. And uh, Melissa Car- MacArthur's would have been Meatball Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But Susan's would be Amber Valentine, yes. which, yes, we'll come back. Is that a porn star? <laughs> and we get the obligatory Q Branch scene. Yeah. With, and I looked him up and I still can't quite place him, but the I've guy who is before. the Q is in everything. He's like one oh, of those yeah. that guys. He's a definite that guy. Yeah. I like when... I like she when she shows up and there's a whole he's like I've come to tailor these gadgets and they're all sitting at the table and he's like these are not yours and he moves them to the side <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we have the poisonous rape whistle yep and then things get weirder from there we yeah. have the toenail fungus spray which mm-hmm. is a, which is actually it can freeze and disable a security system and can also be pepper spray which and like well why not just make it look like pepper spray. That's he's a like, idea. that's a really good idea. And she's like, I can wait if you want to print the label now. He's like, no, I don't want to. He's like, no, I have to turn the printer on. I don't want to do. You know. And then, yeah, she has a she has chloroform rags that are made to look like hemorrhoid wipes. Mm-hmm. And then she's got poison antidote that looks like stool softener. Yeah, because you know there's a theme and. To the movie's credit, it didn't go down the path that I was worried it would, that I've seen Melissa McCarthy go down when it comes mm-hmm. to this sort of stuff before. So, that was good. I like when she's like, did I done something to upset you? <laughs> and she has a watch, like a commemorative Beaches watch. <laughs> Which I know nothing about Beaches. Oh, it's a movie with Bette Midler and Barbara Hershey. That's all I Well, yeah, I got, it. I gathered yeah. that much. Yeah. Apparently, Melissa McCarthy's cover definitely knows everything about Beaches. Yes. So she has the watch. Yeah, well, that's what the guy, he's like, how much am I supposed to like beaches? And he said, then the guy says, well, apparently a lot if you have the watch. Yeah, and the whole time there's a stupid guy on a floating Segway doing dumb things, which they yep. could have just not done. Which they cut out of the theatrical version. Or some of it, anyway. Yeah. I, I do like how she's describing her outfit as looking like a homophobic ant. Yes. <laughs> and then she gets to Paris, and she gets in her taxi cab, and first they drive through fancy areas, and then they get through less and less fancy as she approaches her dump of a hotel the murdery hotel yes where there's a rat inside the sign yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was a nice touch i like the scene uh or her comment where she's when nancy asks like how's the hotel and she says oh no right her friend is nancy she's susan yeah she's susan oh it's because of the name backwards that i got it Yeah. yeah It's yes, I've been calling her friend Susan the whole time, but her no, friend no, no, is her Nancy. friend's Nancy. Yeah, she's Susan, and but Na- her Na- friend pretends to be Susan at the one point, and yes, then, that's yes. true. I yeah. should look up the actress's name since we're using that for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard because Melissa McCarthy goes by like four different names in this movie. Yeah, I know, right? 
Miranda Hart is okay. the actress's name. Well, you've been calling everyone else by their actor name, so we yeah, should, we yeah. should probably do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Uh, so she, she, so she asks Melissa McCarthy, "What is? How's the hotel?" And she says, "It's a, has a Martha Stewart had a breakdown kind of feel to it." <laughs> <laughs> and and this this is where we find out that the reason they can see everything is because they have this contact lens. Yes. Because I don't think we knew that yet. No, but they we also knew from before that. I mean, I no, we knew that because we saw. Well, we knew they had something because yeah. we saw Jude Law die, right? Uh, uh, but yeah, we also this is where we start the the ongoing gags. Well, not start, but continue the gags of vermin in the office. Well, they're now vermin free, she says, but there's a mouse then, on the monitor, and then yeah, mice show up. Guy, uh, yeah, I really like the the guy that just resignedly takes one off his head. Yep, which again was an added scene apparently. Yeah, so like you know like. Maybe 10% of the added scenes are good. Mm-hmm. There's one that's really not good coming up. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then, of course, Jason Statham is just in her room. Yeah, because that's not creepy. And then, yeah, he's telling a whole long thing about the things that he's done undercover. Yep. What are you doing in my room? Well, how did I get into this shitbox hotel room? Because I'm a real spy. I thought you quit. We have to stop the sale of a nuclear bomb. They send in someone who looks like Santa Claus's fucking wife. Uh, did you forget? I am undercover. Because you're not supposed to be here. Well, I make a habit of doing things that people say I can't do. Walk through fire, water ski blindfolded, take up piano at a late age. And I'm going to take down DeLuca and Raina and Dudiev. I'm going to get that bomb back. Why do you even care what I do? You really think you're ready for the field? I once used defibrillators on myself. I put shards of glass on my fucking eye. I've jumped from a high-rise building, using only a raincoat as a parachute, and broke both legs upon landing, and I still had to pretend I was in a fucking Cirque du Soleil show. I've swallowed enough microchips and shit them back out again to make a computer. This arm has been ripped off completely and reattached with this fucking arm. I don't know that that's possible. I mean, medically. During the threat of an assassination attempt, I appeared convincingly in front of Congress as Barack Obama. In blackface? That's not appropriate. I've watched the couple that raised me explode in a van. I watched the woman I love get tossed from a plane and hit by another plane mid-air. I drove a car off a freeway on top of a train while I was on fire. Not the car. I was on fire. Jesus, you're intense. So this from your minibar. Well, that's not right. He was in a Cirque du Soleil show. <laughs> I appeared convincingly in front of Congress as Barack Obama, and then she's like, in blackface? That's not appropriate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like they just said, Jason, we're going to put the camera on you, and you just riff as much as you can. I watched the woman I love get tossed from a plane and hit by another plane <laughs> midair. Yes. <laughs> and, the, and, and then he ends it with, I took this from your mini bar." Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How the hell does this dump of a hotel have a minibar? No. Do hotels have minibars anymore? I cannot remember the last time I stayed in a hotel that had a minibar. Yeah, I, I... Like, I remember them from when I was a kid, and I was always told, you know, you can't... Don't touch anything there. Oh, but, yeah, you're not even allowed to look at it, because you might set it off. Right, but, like, 
as an adult, like, I have stayed in plenty of hotels, and I don't think any of them have ever had a mini bar. Occasionally, they'll have those bottles of water on the table that you know you shouldn't touch. Right. But... Well, they have the giant card on them that say that if you touch this bottle of water, it's $14. Right, yeah. Usually Evian. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> but, like, when was the last time you saw a mini bar? I don't, yeah. I, I don't know why I, like... When he's leaving and he's like, you're going to ruin this mission. And she's like, no, you are. And then they're like, no, you are. And then he walks around the corner and he comes back. He's like, you times infinity. (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, could this hotel be more murdery? And something false. Yep. And then she's supposed to go and observe this building where DeLuca is going to be. And it turns out it's a burned out husk. But this guy has an iPhone 4 that... (laughs) Took a picture of some guy. That guy, though, isn't it? Is it? Isn't it the same guy who plays the other guy? The same guy who plays the Swedish guy later. No, it's the. It looks like the same guy as the 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 Italian guy who might be British. The the pervy guy. Oh, Aldo? No, that's not Aldo. Yeah. No, sure? kind of looks like. Yeah, him. I'm sure it's not Aldo. Okay. All right. And also, that J- could be an iPhone 4s. You don't know. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that one. <laughs> In 2015, probably a 4S? I don't know. Jason Statham turns up in this restaurant dressed, as her friend says, looking like somebody in the cast of Newsies. <laughs> he does, though, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get to hear about how he's immune to all these poisons because he, in- he ingested them all at once in an underground poison-ingesting crime ring. <laughs> Like dog fighting, except instead of dogs, it was humans ingesting poison. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah, stuff. Just... There's stuff in this movie that does not work for me. Everything he's in absolutely yeah. works for me. Yeah, it, it's all pretty good. Yeah, and then he says he's here to he's here to avenge his dear friend Bradley Fine's death, and she's like, "You used to call him Beverly Wine. You had him a secret Santa and gave him tampons." <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then he says, I move like a fucking shadow and gets up and runs into the waiter. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, she sees the Swedish guy who's following him. Yep. With this, And has the same backpack. And yeah, so Jason Statham sits down. A woman comes over and distracts him. Yep. And the Swedish guy swaps the backpack. Yeah. She's somebody else who I thought I recognized, but I didn't when I looked her up. Um, yeah. She re- she know definitely notices Melissa McCarthy though. Yep. Right. And then we have this weird concert, which I feel like is deliberately designed to like make fun of the fact that that uh, European musicians are weird. Yes, because that was my only note. European music is weird. Because <laughs> yeah. In this whole scene, I love when she's like she's like I have to warn somebody, and she grabs the thing, and it's all like electronic, and it's all auto tuned. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> And then she manages to get it to get him to let him tip him off to the bomb just in time. Yep. Naturally. Thank goodness. And now she's chasing the Swedish guy. Why were they trying to set up a bomb in the crowd? I don't think they ever explained that. Okay. <laughs> because if here we think it's to like make people not trust the CIA or be the CIA, but like I don't actually know. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. That plot sort of goes away. And is Jason Statham well known for carrying a Louis Vuitton backpack? Because that's very specific. 
Apparently. <laughs> and yeah, she accidentally kills the guy. Yeah, and he dies a rather spectacular death. And she throws up, which is oh, fair. I like when she's like, no, not on him, not on him, not on him. And it lands all over the guy. And then she drops the knife and it lands in his throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, because they have the conversation back at CIA headquarters where they're like, if they had footage of a CIA operative setting off a bomb in public, that would be a PR coup for any terrorist group. Mm. But yeah, now we're looking at uh, the photos on oh, the guy's yeah, camera. And... Apparently he's into taking dick pics. All the dick pics. Lots and why? lots of dick pics. Like, why? I like how the one analyst is super into looking at the dick pics, though. Oh, and she takes the picture of it with her phone? Yeah. Yeah. And then she also just sort of nonchalantly says that uh, Jason Statham's is bigger. I mean, this has to be part of the unrated extended version. But yeah, why? it's gotta be, right? Yeah. It's a lot of pictures of penis. Yeah, and there's a video where he catches DeLuca on camera. Yep. With, who's, with the woman. Yep. DeLuca as played by um, Bobby Cannavale. Who is tragically wasted in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I've, I like him in pretty much everything he does. Oh, yeah. You've seen Mr. Robot? I have not. Oh, okay. He turns up in that looking nothing like you'd ever expect him to look like. Anything he's in, he's good. And then... You know, she's blown her cover, so they say, pull up the rug in the room, and here's a new identity for you. And it's a cat lady. It's a cat lady who sells Mary Kay products and, yeah, named Penny Morgan. <laughs> yep, and there's the badly photoshopped photo of her with ten cats. Yep. He's like, just missing a shirt that says, I've never felt the touch of a man. <laughs> so, and then Allison Janney makes a comment after about how that was what was already in the room. Mm-hmm. But all of their agents are men. No, they had it in the room for her ahead of time. Sure, but she's saying, like, I didn't choose it. It was already in the room. No, 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 no. That's not what she's saying. Okay. What she's saying is she didn't choose it after... Um, so she compliments her on her good job. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, but you're still going to make me be the cat lady. Oh, Okay. That was oh, we put it there already, not expecting you to actually do a good job. Right. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So she gets to she gets to Rome and her and, uh, and meets Aldo. Yeah, her agency hired driver is Aldo, just a walking hashtag Me Too guy. Yeah, because he's Italian. Yeah, because you know that's just how Italians are, I guess. I can't decide if I find him amusing or not. I find him mostly ridiculous. Yeah. The fact that Melissa McCarthy seems to basically find him amusing helps. It does. But yeah. still. Yeah. And in my notes, I said, I, to, because we have to make a Star Trek reference, I found him to be a ridiculous, over-the-top, perverted version of Gath from Voyager. And I found him <laughs> not at all pleasurable. I also found him, yeah, not at all pleasurable. I do like the joke at the very, very end of the movie, though, that we'll get to. Yes. And I like, again, this is apparently also from the from the extended version when he he's tell he gives her his phone number and this is memorize it and burn it because the the people hear how you say murder entire families <laughs> all right this, so this now, ludicrous driving scene i found funny though yes where he's making good time making good time he steals the fruit he drives mm -hmm. down the stairs oh yeah no this is obviously making fun of uh james bond films yeah uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and now we see DeLuca going into a fancy casino. Mm-hmm. So she goes to buy a nice dress and check it out. Yeah. And Jason Statham's there. Naturally. Dressed to the nines in a yeah. white tux. Yeah, and yeah, Jason Statham is still angry as he is always. Mm-hmm. And she sneaks into the or basically just walks into the room where uh I like when she tries to sit down at the table and they're like, Yeah, no. And that's when she sees that DeLuca's that uh DeLuca sent a note to Rose Beern. Mm-hmm. And she sees that uh, someone put something in her drink. Yeah, Zach Woods playing Zach Woods as he always does. Mm-hmm. Mostly probably known from Silicon Valley, but yes. several other things. Uh, in the thick of it. Or, no, in the loop, the movie. He was in yeah. that, too. I'm not always the biggest Rose Byrne fan, but I like her in this a lot. Yeah, same. I think she's really good in this. Mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy... Does a pretty good job just pretending to be some lady yeah. who thinks she saw a roofie. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the part when Rosemary is like, someone, people often try to roofie you. And yeah. then, and, and she says, I mean, that part, okay, whatever. Yeah, right. uh, but with her response that said that someone once gave me a Tylenol PM instead of a Tylenol. Yes. I don't know what their intentions were, but. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, that, they go out into the alley and she forces him to drink it and it dissolves his throat yeah that's pretty nasty i feel like there were easier poisons yeah also if you look too closely at it you can clearly see it's fake yes and then she faints i mean wouldn't you and i like when she when she wakes up and they're like she's like we were out just long enough for us to laugh at you yeah that was that was pretty good she has rose burn is this way of delivering these really nasty comments in such a in a way that actually works yeah like when when she's on the on the plane and she makes a toast. And here's to you. I mean, you may never be as wise as an owl, but you'll always be a hoot to me. <laughs> what a stupid fucking retarded toast. You're delightful, as are you. So yeah, Roseman takes her out to dinner. Yep. And we get Chekhov's uh, little pour the water and watch them expand thing. And it turns out this time it actually is an appetizer. Yeah. I guess. Uh, no. I could be- almost believe that it would be a, t- a cocktail napkin, but not an appetizer. Yeah. And then there's a long thing where she's just making up words trying to order wine. Yep. So, do you like uh, to have a look at the wine list? Yes, Penny, you can order. Oh, has some heft. Okay, I'm feeling I'm feeling a red, kind of a red, or like a lot of noise. Like a little bit of a, kind of a barky finish. I tend to like a white with the grit of a hummus that's, of course, been thinned out. Just kind of jump up in the front of your palate and then rip back and sizzle. Almost a mineral kind of dirt finish if we're having meat. Okay, here, this is looking promising. Something with, but this one has nice hints of toast and dogwood, I assume. Hmm? Uh, I will have the Sapori A Delisi. Right. Uh, that is uh, the name of this restaurant. Yes, I'm aware of that. So why don't you surprise us with something that we don't know, like yes. a delicious bottle of wine? Right. Um, sorry, I will be back in five minutes, okay? I mean, it works, though, for the character she's trying to play. They yeah. wouldn't know how to order wine, so it works. Right. I mean, the best, so, and then 
you know, she gets her little earpiece out and she Morse code taps a message to help him cut the power to the building. Yes, because and, Jason Statham is was just captured. Yes. The thing I really like and that that is different from the other parodies we've been watching is she's good at her job. Mm-hmm. And at no point does she do something necessarily that's dumb. Yeah. You know, she screws up occasionally because this isn't something she was trained to do. But she's never doing anything out of stupidity or anything like that, which I appreciate. Yeah, and she does a great job incapacitating all of the bodyguards yeah. there. And <laughs> she, she knocks Rose Byrne over and she picks her up and says, like, thank God your hair, hair broke your fall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then they're on the private jet. And... Rose Byrne drugs her so that she can go through her stuff. And, right, which is when she when, goes lunging for the stool softener. Yeah, which I think works out. That is a funny line for them when she wakes up and she says, I've never seen somebody die for stool softener before, so that's so that's one thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, are your hemorrhoids particularly large or just tenacious? <laughs> we find out that uh, her... Not, not Colin. Yes. <laughs> Not Colin is uh, trying to take over the plane. Yep. And I like this gag where he, like, bullets keep going through the plane and stuff gets sucked into the hole. Yes, I love <laughs> that. Yeah. And I, I like how the other guy also calls him Colin. He's like, it's Frederick. Yes. <laughs> but yes, I, I very much enjoy when the fruit goes and plugs the bullet hole and the champagne bottle and then finally the gun itself. Yep. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, this is where the rape whistle comes in mm-hmm. that she uses on him. Melissa McCarthy ends up trying to go and try to fly the plane because they've shot the the pilots. And I feel like pulling on the steering wheel is the one thing she would have already known to do. Yeah. Or, you know, not the steering wheel, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. On the stick. Or the yoke. Yeah, the yoke. I find the vomit comet stuff amusing where she keeps, like, slamming Rose Byrne into the ground. Mm-hmm. I could do without the dead guy's head going up her st- skirt and stuff. Like, yeah. really? Come on. But, I mean, I do... I, I do like how she's saying, are you okay? And she's like, no, I've got a dead man's head up my ass. That Okay, that's yeah. funny. And then, yeah, now we... Rose Byrne knows something's up because she yep. knows how to fly a plane. Mm-hmm. She says, tell me your real name. And she says, Amber <laughs> Valentine. She's like, what, are you a porn star? Yes. We get Chekhov's porn star name, mm-hmm. which works well. Yeah, and she claims that her f- that Rosebeard's father hired her as a bodyguard and manages to convince her of this. Yeah, because she's got a she was able to see all the photos of the father and just come up with a story. Mm-hmm. Again, because she's good at her job. Mm-hmm. And then Rosebeard's other bodyguard comes up and Liz McCarthy thinks he's about to shoot her so she knocks him down and then she has to go with it and just keep like berating this dude which was not funny in the beginning and got really tiresome after a while yeah because you get the scene where she's trying to get his coat from him which again is another example of you came up with a lot of lines and you couldn't pick one so you went with all of them yep I mean we should say this guy is very blonde and very Scandinavian looking the one I did like where she said that's in the extended version is she said, you look like Abba took a shit and put a trench coat on it. <laughs> I like at the end when she says, I warned you, you Swedish gummy fish motherfucker. <laughs> yes. 
I like that. Any of those lines would work. It's just that they went with about 15 of them and the scene takes like three minutes. Yeah. And then you get the same scene again later. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we find out that Miranda Hart is here in Budapest with them. Yes. And her name is Susan Cooper. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because she introduces her as one of her employees. Yep. And then... Somebody tries to kill Rose Byrne and she saves them, but the Swedish fish guy's dead now. Yep. I like, uh, and then they drive away and Melissa McCarthy steals this goofy looking scooter thing with a roof on it and immediately tips over and falls down. Yeah. And she she says, who puts a roof on a scooter? What are you, the Pope? (laughs) Yeah. I also like how she tells Miranda Hart to take Rose Byrne to safety and she just like covers her in her jacket and t- puts her in a headlock and walks away with her like what is she doing <laughs> well i think that's the point she doesn't know what she's doing i guess but melissa mccarthy takes another scooter and yeah chases down the car we we see that she's very good with a gun when yeah. she shoots the when, when she shoots the gun out of their hand um i don't think the scooter could have actually made it through that wet concrete no i do like the lead up to it where she goes up the ramp and is flying through the air and she's like, I'm so badass and then lands into the wet concrete. Yeah, and and as she's going through the driving through the concrete, she's like, I get it, I know what you're saying, you're no prize yourself <laughs> to the construction workers that are yelling yeah, at her. Yeah. And yeah, she finally tracks down the car and it turns out to and it turns out to be the Karen and somebody or other? Karen Walker. Yeah. Marina ba- Marina Baccarin. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, super spy that knew the, knew the bartender in the beginning. And she's about to kill her when someone shoots her. Mm-hmm. We don't know who. So that's how we know that Karen was the double agent. Yep. Then, uh, yeah, Susan and Nancy are taking the elevator up to... This is a good sight gag with the elevator. Cause is it, though? I, I thought... I, I appreciated it. With the mm. doors. I don't know. I didn't like it. Okay. I thought it was dumb. Okay. The part where, where, where Nancy's legs can't move. I get, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't. Yeah, so anyway. I, yeah. I like when Rose Byrne says that they the two of them look like two demented ants on vacation. <laughs> and she calls her an asthmatic big bird because she's obviously tall. Hey, we have more European music. I, I like when... Nancy says that she's very... I'm very non-physically resourceful, she says. Yes! Yes, she does. <laughs> I've read all the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she's talking about the things she's read. Yeah. And yeah, she's like, I've read the Hunger I've Games. Read I've read all the Hunger I've, Games. I've read palms and maps, and I've read all the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. And then Eldo shows up. Naturally. Because he's now part of their hired crew. Yeah. I appreciate the Star Wars references here. God damn it, I told you to dress up. And take off those gloves. You look like Darth fucking Vader. Yeah, well, you look like an Ewok died on your head. I don't even know what that means. You're gonna know what it means when I split you open like a tauntaun. Whatever. Yeah, no, all the Star Wars... I, I especially like that Rose Byrne has no idea what any of them mean after... You'll know what that means when I split you over, open like a tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now she sees Jason Statham in... You know, not a terrible disguise, actually. No, I'm surprised she recognized him, actually. That wig works really well. That's not a bad wig, yeah. No. 
I think I've seen um, Bruce Willis wear that wig. <laughs> it's a pretty good wig if you want to, like, pretend you have some hair, but maybe not a lot of hair. Yeah. If you want to look like I do without a wig, I guess. Yep. Oh, we should say that 50 Cent is now performing. Yes. And <laughs> gets tackled. Right, because she, because uh, Nancy has to make a distraction, right. so she tackles 50 Cent. <laughs> uh, because we find out that the woman from the cafe that distracted Jason Statham is the buyer for the uh, for the nuclear weapon. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and they have to keep Rose Byrne from seeing her. Yeah. And so, yeah. She runs off after the buyer, chases her all over the place. Mm-hmm. I like the scene where she runs across the route uh, where the the person she's chasing runs across the roof of the cars. And she's like, that's not fair. That's cheating <laughs> yes. or something like that. And unfortunately, Nancy has been arrested for tackling 50 Cent. Yep. Then we have a kitchen fight. A qu- rather extreme. It's kitchen a very fight. extreme kitchen fight. I like some of the gags with yeah. the frying pan. I mean, this woman would not have kept going after getting whacked in the face with a frying pan no certainly not three times no also how sharp is that cleaver that it embeds itself in the bottom of a frying pan yeah i don't know i like a few things where like she puts the frying pan on her head and then it gets stabbed you know Mm -hmm. it's a well choreographed fight this i cringe at the knife going through her hand but yeah you know this fight kind of reminds me of the storeroom fight in um, Never Say Never Again. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> At least this one doesn't end with a bunch of urine getting thrown on her. <laughs> True. <laughs> I And I like when, uh, after she stabs the knife through her hand and she pulls it out, she's like, yeah, so that's been inside you, so it shouldn't go inside me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that. And why does she tell him her tell her her name as she's trying to arrest her? I, I don't know. And yeah, I mean it doesn't course, really matter. But and of course, Rose Byrne heard it all. Yep. And this is where we find out that Jude Law's not dead. Yeah, surprise. And for yeah, some reason they, we're now in like Chernobyl or something. Yeah. And she kisses Jude Law, and then she's like, "You're a very loud kisser. It's very unappealing. You're like a toothless old woman sucking the jelly out of a donut." Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, so now we find, we, we hear about how, uh, and then she's trying to think of her name. Mm-hmm. Rose Byrne is trying to think of her name. Is it Groupon? Yeah. My name is not Groupon. <laughs> but eventually she gets locked into a room with Aldo. Yes, and there's this whole scene where Aldo, oh, I'm sorry, first uh, Jude Law comes in and finds it, and we find out that he's a double-double agent. Yep, we find out that he took his lens out and stuck it on a melon, and that's how he faked his death. Which is, you know, kind of smart, I guess. I mean, and not to spoil next week, but I saw Mission Impossible, so I saw how they faked that, you know. It kind of reminds me a bit of what, oh, yeah. what, what Jim does, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean Jim doesn't actually die in Mission Impossible? No, we'll find out next week. Spoilers! Uh, but yeah, there's this long scene where Aldo tries to untie her ropes. Yes. <sighs> and... Yeah, just yikes. Everything yeah, about this. Everything is bad. Especially my penis may be gently kissing the back of your head. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Yeah, and then later she's like, I don't want to know why my neck is slightly wet. Oh, I hadn't even put that together. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, you hadn't figured that out? I hadn't put that together, yeah. no. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Yep. And then there's, like, it also, like, at one point, like, he just stops with the Inyomino completely, and he's just like, one day, lady super spy, I will fuck you. Yes. It's just like, yikes? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I like how she's starting to hotwire the, like, Yugo, I think yeah, it is. Yes. Kind of engines is a piece of shit. Have come on, it's step on. The Yugo is built for economy, not speed. And then she sees the sports, the she sees the uh, the BMW there and takes that instead. Yep. Yeah, that was a good joke. And she's also like tied. She also does a fake out with the guards. Where yeah. She, where, where she gets out of the car and has it drive into a tree. That, mm -hmm. this that was pretty smart. That was pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. So now. Uh, yeah, we're at DeLuca's place, mm -hmm. and we just get a whole bunch of exposition all at once here. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this is, part of the problem is that DeLuca has not even been in this movie at all. Right. Yeah, we find, like, and then they invent this other guy that's going to show up and buy the bomb. Right. But then they kill him. Who's played by the guy who was the first Night King in Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I like his line. Mr. Dudiev, welcome to Hungary. Like Chechnya, only easier to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Got a big suitcase full of diamonds. Yeah, it's a lot of diamonds. But DeLuca kills him and takes both the nuke and the diamonds. Yes, because he has another buyer who's paid more money for it. And also blow up New York. We find out that the bomb has been in the car the whole time. Mm -hmm. Which is clever, I think, because he's been driving it around throughout the movie. Rolls Royce that says Ronaldo on it. Yes. That's why they were talking about Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. And then Jason Statham shows up to try to save the day. Yep. And trips and falls instead. And Melissa McCarthy has to kill everyone. Yep. Which is a great gag. Like, I like Yes. I like oh, yeah. Him. We should say that, yeah, DeLuca is definitely double-crossing everyone. Yeah. And I do like when Melissa McCarthy, like, tells Rose Beer to push the gun. And she, like, pushes and it moves, like, four inches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did chuckle at the line earlier that... DeLuca says, I have a buyer who's willing to pay me 500 million euros for it. And Dudiev would have never been able to get that bomb onto American soil. My buyer will have it in the middle of New York City and use it next week. So, you know, if you haven't seen Phantom yet. Yeah, and the way he says <laughs> yeah. it, it's like, so if you haven't seen Phantom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, go see it in London. It's fine. Yeah, right, uh, right. But... Yeah, so he's getting away in a helicopter, but uh, but she jumps onto the landing gear, and then Jason Statham jumps onto her. Yeah, so we can have a lot of groping jokes. Of course. Apparently the groping jokes are only in the extended version. Oh, well, another reason to not watch the extended version. Indeed. So she makes it up to the... Up into the cabin and... This, this is where Jason Statham is falling and he says, I'm gonna quit! You pants are too slippery! You should have walked closer pants! I'm trying to wear my fucking sandpaper pants! Yes! <laughs> that was good. And then he falls into the into the lake. Yeah. But yeah, she uh, she makes it up up to the helicopter cabin, opens the door, and Bobby Cannavale's got his gun on her, mm -hmm. and she very smartly throws both the nuke and the diamonds in the lake. Yep, very cool. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Nancy shows up in another helicopter and shoots him. Yeah, a helicopter owned by 50 Cent. Yes, <laughs> and piloted by by Aldo. But turns out Bobby Cannavale's not dead. I don't know how he's not dead, but... Well, he will be soon. But he grabs her, and then she releases the Chekhov's adjustable toggle. Yes. And her necklace slides off, and he falls into the water. Yeah, so Jude Law saved the day after all. Yeah. 
But they did get the nuke out of the water. They do. Yep. Yeah, we get we have the wrap up scene, and uh, R- Rose Beard's going to jail, and yep. we find out that Aldo may actually be English. Right. We can't tell because or he, is he? Right. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. I, uh, yeah. I, I especially like he's like, "How you like my English accent? I learned it from Downton Abbey." Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or he learned it and from then, the Downton Abbey. Yes, and then she talks to then she talks to Jude Law and uh, turns him down when he asks her on a date. Right. So that's cool. That's cool. I like when he says she says you're a lot furrier, furrier than I thought you'd be, and <laughs> which makes me immediately wonder whether Jude Law shaves his back hair. Oh, that is an excellent question. <laughs> I also like yeah cuz uh Allison Janney gives her a new mission yep. and her new cover is yet another ugly woman. Mm-hmm. But it's and a joke. yeah they're saying it's a joke and like no it's not I don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> and that makes me think of um I think it's the first men in black when uh Tommy Lee Jones says we at the FBI don't have a sense yes, of humor that I'm aware that's right. of. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she turns down Jude Law for dinner cuz she wants to go hang out with Nancy. Yeah, and he's like, I like how he says, you know, all those things you said, did you mean it? And she just says, God, I admire you, which is what he had said in the beginning. Very good. I like that. Jason Statham turns up and takes the boat and says, sometimes a man just needs to go to sea. And he drives off and they're like, does he know that's a lake? (laughs) Because like the last scene before the vast, the last line before the very last scene is like, Cooper, is this a fucking lake? Yeah. And then we have a credit scene where apparently she and Jason Statham were banging. Yep. Why was that there? I don't Why? know. I could have done without that. I, yeah. Especially the part where he's where she like wakes up and was apparently drunk and didn't remember it, and he's just like, "Oh, stop screaming! You loved it." Yeah. She's like, "Oh, there's so much creepiness about there, this." Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but overall, I do enjoy this movie. Yeah. It was not. It was one that I went into with low expectations and enjoyed more than I thought I would. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you uh, added this to our list. Mm-hmm. All right. So next week, I know we said this last week, yes. but next week we really are going to start Mission Impossible. Yes, we are. So we're off the parodies and comedies and back into the world of spies. From what year was that movie? Ninety six. Yeah, it's it wild. I think ninety eight, maybe. No, I think it was before I graduated high school. 96, yeah. Okay. We can watch the progression of that mo- that series from, you know, espionage to very over-the-top action. Oh, wow, yeah. There were a lot of years between the movies mm-hmm. in the beginning. I mean, not quite as many as the... Uh, as the um, no, no not like films, Johnny but... English. But there have also been... There have also already been six Mission Impos- Missions Impossible, and there are two more that have, that are already in production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the, yeah, six years, four years, six years. It was four years, six years, five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they started coming a little closer together again. And it's all the, you know, the Christopher McQuarrie... Yeah, and I really, I've really enjoyed what Christopher McQuarrie's been doing with these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Although I think, honestly, my favorite one is probably uh, Mission Impossible Three, the J.J. Abrams one. I do enjoy that one. That's the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that one a lot too. Definitely not the worst movie that uh, Alex Kurtzman has been involved in. New. No. What is the worst film that Alex Kurtzman has been involved in? The Mummy. Ah. Yes. Mission Impossible 3 is not even the worst 
Tom Cruise movie that Alice Kirsten's been involved in. No, <laughs> also the no, because didn't Alice Kirsten direct the Mummy? I want to say he did. Uh, yes, he did. Yes. Oh look, David Kep. Definition of failing upward in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Kurtzman did also do The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Transformers Revenge oh, of the Fallen. Boy. So. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. Which one was Revenge of the Fallen? I think that was the second one? Yeah, it's the second Transformers movie. I mean, David Kep was one of the writers for Jurassic Park. Yes, so with he Michael like... Creighton. Well, yes, but... <laughs> David Kep also co-wrote the first Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, with, so like with the guy done... that wrote Chinatown. So his good movies, okay. he has help. Okay, now I'm looking at his over to see if any of the ones that he did by himself were decent. I think he uh, solely wrote uh, the Lost World. Now I'm looking at his over to see if any of the movies he did by himself were decent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and no, he was. Uh, yes, he he did write. Uh, he did solely write The Lost World. He, uh, the first Spider-Man? The, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Angels and Demons. Oh, no, that was with a Kiwi Goldsman. Who also isn't a great writer, but... <laughs> no. But Angels and Demons is the best of the uh, Tom Hanks, yeah, uh, I mean, Dan Brown movies. Again, praising with faint damn, or however you like to say it, but it's also, <laughs> it's also my favorite Dan Brown book, so... It, yes, it's also my favorite of the books. Yes. Um, I don't know, though. I actually really liked the book Inferno. Well, I liked the book Inferno, and then the movie took out the best part of the book, where right, they, yeah. they don't stop the thing from happening. Right, and that's why I liked that yeah. book. It's like, sorry, one-third of the world is going to go sterile now. It's too bad. Or Anyway, we'll or talk whatever. more about him. So, we can talk more about David Kemp next week. Okay. Yes, we can. What else has Alex Kurtzman actually directed, though? Oh, it's... Only The Mummy and People Like Us, which I've never even heard of. Like directed Brother. Well, okay, yes. I meant movies. Brother is the only television episode he's ever directed. That's fascinating. Did you see the final scene of the movie? Of what movie? Of the movie we just watched. The outtake scene? Yeah. Well, the whole, yeah, the whole, like, round two thing. Yeah. She's like, don't do that thing with your thumb again. I assume that was the whole thing was an outtake because they both start giggling. Yeah. Like, I assume that wasn't, like, no, 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 an no, actual no, no, scene. It was a, yes, I did see yeah, it. Yeah, okay. But no, this is fascinating that Alex Kersman, the only television episode he has ever directed is the first episode of season two of Discovery. Yeah. So, that was good. But then, like, everything else, apparently. Oh, huh. Chris Pine was in People Like Us. Yeah, I saw that. Hmm. Chris Pine, John Favreau, Olivia Wilde. Elizabeth what is Banks, this movie? Michelle Pfeiffer. What is this movie? It has a rating of fifty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I've seen movies with far worse ratings. We've watched movies with far less ratings <laughs> on this podcast. Although calculated and melodramatic, people like us benefits from a pair of solid leads and its rare screenplay that caters to adult filmgoers. Adult filmgoers? Now, are we talking adult? film goers or adult, adult film, film goers, goers. <laughs> <laughs> i think the former <laughs> i mean i don't think chris pine has ever done porn Mm-mm. i mean this should tell you something though it had a budget of 16 million and it lost money because it only made oh it only made 12.6 yeah. million in the box spy office. made a lot of money spy had a budget of 65 million and made 235 wow it did better than johnny english well done spy and it's funny because they actually have a Spy 2 
on IMDb that nobody's picked up, but he keeps wanting to do it. Who? Oh, f- uh, Feig wants to do it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Bridesmaids was 2011? Man. Oh, yeah, and Mike and Molly was on for a long time, too. Yeah, I think that's where she got her, like, big... Yeah. Like, star power, like, you know, household name sort of thing. Well, then that makes sense, then, that she would have... The spy and probably other movies she she was in would have done well just because she has the name recognition. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Well, anyway, that was Spy. Again, uh, you know, thanks for recommending that one. That was that was a nice surprise. Yeah, I think we're done with Spy Spook movies at this point. I think so. Oh, no! We could watch the Spy Kids movies. We could. I hear they're good, actually. I ha- yeah, um... Maybe we'll... Let's still do Mission Yeah, let's Impossible. revisit that. So next week we will... Take on the first Mission Impossible film, and we'll tip and get to start uh, making our way through that franchise. Yeah.